When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Omar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. I think this will be the last interview I do of 2022. It's the big finale, the grand finale. Frank, you've been um, out of action for a while, of course. Um, how's your health, firstly? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all good. I had, I had three ops on my back. Just uh, three? In the last eight weeks. Yeah, three separate bloody operations. Two didn't work, and I hope the third one has. Yeah, so... Um, I've been out. I mean, I've been out of action as regarding going to the shows. I've got along, thankfully, to the show at Spurs. Maybe I shouldn't have gone, but I've got along to that. But uh, obviously, still working and you know uh, doing what you do. You know, most of our stuffs on the telephone anyway. So I've been quite busy. But you know, it's good. You know, good times. Uh, my health was alright. I'll be flying, but I will be alright next year. And uh, all of that, they just sort out my back and leg, and I'll be ready to go, mate. I'll be in Strictly next year. <laughs> how was your christmas very quiet but nice you know the family you know as, as christmas always is we have all our family around and it was lovely yeah it was nice we all had a nice time frankly what about yours you have a good one yeah good thank you frank um yeah i mean i didn't i didn't have a uh, back problems or achilles problems but <laughs> you're okay. a young man you got it all to come <laughs> <laughs> i know i know okay so let's reflect on um 2022 we'll start with the big man in Tyson Fury. Before we come on to uh, his two fights that he had this year, just want to get quickly an update on what's going on with this undisputed fight. So where are we at with him and Alexander Usyk, Frank? Yeah, I mean, look, it's a big will to make this fight happen between both camps. It's just a matter of where and how much. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, they're, they're good people to deal with and hopefully we, you know, we're all pretty positive about getting alone. Although I said that about... Uh, Joshua, <laughs> a few months ago, I don't want to tempt fate. Till it's signed, as I always say, it don't mean nothing. But at the moment, everybody's looks like they want it to happen, and uh, especially the fighters. And it's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's a great fight. It's a big fight. Funny, I've been looking at some of the newspapers who, they choose, who they've chosen their best 10 fighters or who's the top. None of them put Tyson in there. Really? Make Usyk the best heavy. I mean, I don't know what you know, I sort of find that quite strange. Anyway, just a, just an aside. Having read some of the papers this morning. <laughs> so, so the last time we heard about this fight was actually from Alex Krasik speaking for seconds out. He said at this point, I think this was just before Christmas, um, that there was about three sites in the Middle East that you guys were having discussions with, and that there was a, a date in February or March, penciled in. So you telling me we've got a location and date set here? No, what well, the date would probably be in March. That's what, what basically where we're at, at, early March. But um, no location hasn't been finalised, but let's get the fight. Once we've got the fight done, fight's done, then, then the rest will just fall into place. So we're still negotiating with sites in the Middle East? We're still negotiating as the site, but until you've got the fight, you've got nothing. So let's get the fight done and then we can get the, uh, you know, then, then get to where it's going to take place. You know, never know. It might be at Wembley. Who knows? Okay. So the, okay, the UK is still a possibility. Um, how confident are you that we get this wrapped up early New Year, Frank, and get an announcement? 
I'm, I'm confident in as much that, you know, the people we're dealing with, you know, with Alex and with, uh, and with Aegis and Bob Arum, that, you know, we're all of the same mind and same opinion and getting this on. So I'm quite confident, as I say, that we can get it on. But you know what? It's got to be signed. And, and we are moving in the right direction. At least we've got a contract being issued. Alex said um, in his interview that I was referring to that it's been so far a pleasure and it's been smooth dealing with you guys and your son, specifically George, um, in this process. How's it been for you guys with Alex? Well, George has been dealing with him uh, over the last uh, last few months because I've, you know, obviously I've been in the out hospital. But yeah, he loves it. He's, you know, he's he's got great respect for him as we all have. We all know him. He's a, you know, he's a proper guy, proper boxing guy, and uh, obviously Bob's got that great relation, relationship with Aegis. So we, you know, we're we're all comfortable. We put one of their fighters on, as you know, on the on the show at Spurs. Yes, yes. At the uh, Tottenham show, with Tyson's last fight, we put one of their guys. So, yeah, so we got, you know, there's a good relationship there between us. Okay. Can you give me a percentage of how likely uh, this fight will take place in Saudi Arabia? A percentage? I couldn't, actually, I couldn't, because at the moment, I've got to be honest with you, at the moment, there's nothing's been, nothing's been done or agreed with, with, with anybody in, uh, in Saudi. So we've got a way to go yet. I don't think, I, I, I've got to be honest, the site, the site will be decision will be made with a site very, very quickly because we want to get it on in March. And if it's got to go on in March, it's got to be on sale soon, wherever it takes place. So the site will have to be sorted out very quickly. And we're not going to mess around. We're not going to, you know, get one against the other. It's just going to be about where the money, where where the boys can make the most money. Mm. Yeah, Frank, you just want to explain that part. I still see fans, and I get fans from this country want to see this undisputed fight in the UK. Um, but do you just want to explain about in terms of when there's a highest bidder, the two the two guys in, in Tyson and Alexander are gonna to go to the to the, the guys who pay the highest you've got, money. You've got you know we just we just had the World Cup on, which is in Qatar. You've had the Olympics go to and it's been the past it's gone to Russia. Uh, and all these big events all go where the money is. You know, you go back to Muhammad Ali, he fought the Fleur in Molino, which is in the Philippines. He went to Zaire and they went where the money was. Him and George Foreman went where they made the most money. Mm. And that's the same with these two guys. This is this is the equivalent of boxing's World Cup or boxing's Olympic Games. It's the, you know, it's the, the biggest prize in boxing, the heavyweight championship. And it, it's one of these situations what happens very rarely where four belts are on the line. So it's the guys who want to make the best of it. They're both in their 30s. Um, I don't know how long they're going to be both fighting for, but the bottom line of it is they want to make the most money. So wherever the most money can be made, they'll do it. The same as no different any footballers. You see footballers, you know, transfer from, you know, from, I don't know, from Britain or England and they go off to, you know, to Italy, wherever they can make their most money or Spain and vice versa. That's what they are. They're sportsmen, professional sportsmen. They have a very short life, lifetime in the sport. And this is the biggest, this is the biggest deal out there. So it's going to go where it makes the most money for both the boxers. Of course, we haven't had an undisputed heavyweight champion since Lennox Lewis. This will be the first time in the full belt era that we get an undisputed champion. In terms of the, the governing bodies, that isn't going to be an issue, Frank. Everyone's on board? No, everybody's on board. No issues at all. No issues at all. Okay. 
And what, no, where, where does this rank? As I said, it's the first time an undisputed uh, heavyweight will be crowned in the full belt era. You've put on some massive heavyweight fights before. Where does this rank for you? Well, it'll be the biggest, won't it? I mean, it's going to be the most lucrative for both the boxers and probably the same for us as promoters. This is the biggest. I mean, Ali Tyson, he's the biggest star in boxing. I mean, he sold 154,000 tickets in his last two fights. That's what he is. I mean, he's the biggest draw out there. So, you know, um, I expect this to be a massive, massive event because in Usyk, he's got a, a quality opponent. He's got a guy who's got three belts. And everybody certainly in this country knows who he is because they've seen him demolish on two occasions Joshua. You know, remember, uh, Joshua was a big favourite going into the first fight, and this guy's absolutely done a job, and he's done, you know, and he's done it also at cruiserweight. So he's 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 been a, he's undefeated, and he's a great fighter, but he's going to come up against another great fighter who I believe personally is the best of his generation. So for me, it's going to be an intriguing fight. They got they both of them have got fantastic skills. They've both got great boxing skills. Both good punchers. Um, it's going to be, a, I think it's going to be a real, really, really, really good fight to watch. Just talking there as you've assessed the fight um, slightly, why do you think people are putting Usyk above Fury and where have you seen that? What papers? Uh, I think I'll see it in, the, I'm not sure if I see it in the Times or the Mail today. I've seen it in a couple of papers and uh, I, I just don't get Look, everybody's entitled to their opinion. I just don't get it. I don't understand. Based off of, of what? Beating Joshua? Was Joshua the best heavyweight out there? Not in my book, he wasn't. And, you know, and I can only look and see what Tyson's done. I mean, this is the guy that beat, you know, has, has been a road warrior. Like Usyk, they're both road warriors. They've both gone on the road and done done things. But I feel that um, as a heavyweight, Tyson, I think, is the best of his generation. And I want to get this fight on. I really want to get this fight on. We want to make it work because I want Tyson to to cement his legacy. I know he says he doesn't care about these things. I think some, I think he does, but maybe he says he doesn't. And if he don't, he don't. But for me, it does mean a lot. And it means a lot to me to, for him to be the best and, and be recognised as the best. When you've watched the uh, face-off they had uh, on the apron after the fight with Chisora, what did you make of it? Usyk didn't say a word to him. No, Tyson's Tyson, isn't he? You know, he, anything like that, he just plays... I don't know. He always seems to come out the best because that's Tyson. He's, I mean, he's 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 uh, he's just larger than life. Um, and yeah, and he's remember he just come off of a, he just come off of doing of a fight, and he straight got two guys in his face want to fight him straight away. Joe Joyce and obviously with Lucy. So um, no, he handled it. It's gonna you know the the telling thing will be as we get nearer the fight. That's when it's gonna be. You know, tough. And with Usyk, you know, he's you know, listen, Usyk's a soldier. He fought, he's fought in his country. I mean, nothing's going to phase him. It's not going to phase him. But he's not come up against anybody like Tyson Fury before. Mm. That's that's the difference. You said it's the biggest one that you you will put on if this gets over the line. How many pay per view buys do you think this does, Frank? I think it's mega. I think you know, you, I think you're talking about one and a half at least because everybody knows who they are. At least it'll hit that number, I think. And in terms of the price point on BT, do you think it'll increase again from the Chisora fight? I don't know. That's going to be at the end of the day down to the TV companies to work out what it is. And I think we're a bit, bit of a way away from that yet to see what, what price it's going to be 
it's going to be, um, you know, it's going to be pegged at. I'm not sure yet. Let's talk about Tyson's year then. Uh, you referred to the 154,000 tickets he did across the two fights. Let's start with uh, April, Dillian White uh, at Wembley. A bit of a headache, Frank, to actually get that on. It was, but I mean, at the end of the day, we got there, didn't we? Was, you know, we won the purse bid. I think we bid, we bid a record, $42 million, whatever it was. We won the purse bid and we got the fight on. There was a lot of crap in between, but it's all about, boxing's about delivery. At the end of the day, we delivered. By hook or by crook, we got, got you know, got it over the line and we got them in the, got the, well, Tyson, no problem getting Tyson in the ring. And dealing at the end of the day, we we got, we, you know, we actually got to understand with his team and got the fight done. Um, I always felt Tyson was going was gonna to win the fight. I just, I, I keep saying it. I think he's head and shoulders above all of them. I think he's, you know, whoever he fights, I think he's, he's, he's a big favourite. Um, and he showed it. This, that was his mandatory coming off of having uh, fought, uh, you know, fought Wilder in, in, in a couple of tough fights, real good fight, quality fights. He then got in with his mandatory. And his mandatory, a lot of people thought he was going to get a lot of trouble from uh, Dillian, but he wasn't troubled at all. I mean, he was never at, he never got, you know, from the first bell to the stoppage, he was, he was you know, controlling the fight. As I said, it was a headache, but the way it ended with that right uppercut, 94,000 people at Wembley, was it all worth it in the end? Yeah, it was worth it that he won. I mean, it was worth it that the, everybody, I mean, everybody there loved it. The atmosphere was really good. We broke all records. I mean, it's, I, think it's the, I think it's the highest um, grossing event of any, any you know, one-off sport, one-day sport in, um, in the world. So we've got 94,000 people there. More people were at Wembley than they were in a World Cup final. So that tells you all about Tyson. And we could have got more there had they allowed us to. We could have hit the 100 mark. After that, uh, Tyson retired. Now, if you can be honest with us now, Frank, now you can tell us, did you truly believe that he was done with the sport? I think he, I think w what he said at the time, he truly, that's how he felt, you know. He felt he wanted to spend some time with his family and he did all that. And with Tyson, Tyson's a guy, no one's going to tell him what to do. I didn't even, you know, I never had any picking up the phone saying you shouldn't do that or whatever. I would say it to publicly, though, not to him, but you know, like we were doing the interview, I'd say he should retire. And I'd hate him to come back in two or three years' time because he's at his peak now. And I wouldn't want him to lose his peak, you know, coming back and not fighting at his peak. And he is at his peak now. And I just feel that... Um, when he was saying that's where his head was, but you know, he missed it. He was, I know, and, and for him, it's very important of his life at the moment is training, you know, getting into the gym and training that, that gives him a lot of um, stability, as he said himself. And at the end of the day, if you're in the gym and you're training, especially if you're a fighter, a fighting man like Tyson, your ne the next thing in your head is, I'm doing this, but I need to do this for something. And that's what it was, you know, he's, he's picked up the phone and we had a chat and that was it. And we were back at the races again. Well, he, was, he was talking about this in our in our podcast we did with him, that Coogan did. Did you manage to catch it or did you hear about it? I haven't it? caught it yet. No, no, I haven't caught it yet. No, well, if you've got an what hour to spare at home, it's worth it. <laughs> Is it? Oh, listen, sorry, I haven't heard that yet, no. Um, no. So then, yeah, he comes out of retirement. Usyk wasn't available uh, in December. Uh, yeah. that He wanted to spend time with his family, etc., um, so then Tyson takes to social media and calls out Anthony Joshua. Uh, there was a point, I think, where both 
parties felt this could get over the line, uh, but that quickly went away from you, that feeling? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, it, it didn't go away for me as quick as everybody else because Tyson kept saying, they ain't going to do this. And I said, look, they said they're going to come back to us by, I don't know what day, but you're going to come back to us by Tuesday and whatever. And that's when he started putting deadlines. Said, well, right, they're saying Tuesday, that's my deadline. And he did that a couple of times. And I said, look, Please don't put any more deadlines down. Leave it. He said, it won't happen, Frank. It won't happen. I said, we'll have a bet then. And as you know, we had a bet. And I'll bet him a pound to 10 grand that we'd get it over the line. And uh, I, I should have known better. But anyway, it didn't happen. And we wasted a lot of time. Whereas, you know, I'd have liked to him to fought as we originally were going to make him, so he originally was going to fight on the 12th of November. And had he fought on the 12th of November, that would give him that extra time leading up to the Usyk fight and we could have you know we'd have been in a different place but look it was what it was we we, we you know we've done 60 just under 600 tickets short at 60,000 at Spurs open air show on December the was it the third uh, open air show. you know I mean no one no one no one does stuff has ever done anything like that and we got away with it because it'd been a week later everybody's sitting there with six inches of snow on their head but it was uh we got away with it and um you know, and he did what he had to do. And more importantly for me was that he got all that, you know, he, he's got that fight in between because otherwise he'd have been out of the ring for a year come March when he fights Uzi. Now, yeah, let's talk about that 60,000 uh, in the middle of winter at Tottenham. A lot of people, though, felt like it was a bit of a sparring contest, Frank, and they obviously had to pay a pay-per-view for it. So how do you how do you assess that night? Well, I've got to be honest, no one had to pay anything. True. That's their choice. It was 60,000 people who, who, by the way, were all cheering and loved it. I didn't get to hear it too much. I didn't hear any booing or anything. I mean, you was there. Was, you know, everybody was there with it. And the pay-per-view, pay-per-view is what it is. It's the most honest form of television. You either want to watch it or you don't. And if you want to watch it, you've got to pay for it. No one forces anyone to do anything. And that was it. So how were the pay-per-view numbers? Were you pleased with them? Really? We're okay, yeah. We, you know, with that, they, that, you know, we're okay with what we've done with them. It done, you know, and I've seen, you know, a couple of people making comments about it, you know, which they know nothing about. But it does, I'd say, it done more, it, more people watch that than watch Dead Zone, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, okay. Sticking with the heavyweights, Frank, let's talk about someone who was on that bill and had a, had a tricky night, uh, Daniel Dubois. Before that, yeah, he had an impressive win in Miami on a Don King show, which was another headache because, uh, yeah, he wasn't paid for quite a while. Uh, knockout win over Trevor Bryant. It was important to pick up that WBA regular strap. Well, he'd done well in, he'd done well in Miami. I mean, that was a, pretty much of a fast promotion from the start. It shouldn't have been there. It should have been in the UK, but look, it was what it, what it was. And he'd done, the, he'd done the job. I mean, the place was empty. Um, it was, uh, you know... It was a problem. You knew that financially it was going to be a disaster, but thankfully Don King paid him at the end, so he got his he got his purse and everything, and that's it. And he got the, and he got the belt. Mm. Um, 
the Tottenham fight, you know, he was a good fighter, South Africa. And not, there was nothing wrong with him. You know, I knew he'd come to fight. And it was outdoor. And and I don't know where he, I mean, you know, Shane Shane's a good trainer. There's no doubt about it. I don't know how warm up he was or not. But you know yourself, first round, especially if you get clips on the top of the head, it's a dangerous time for any boxer, that first round. If then, And especially, you know, it was outdoors and so forth. But he got clips. He went over. He got he got up more or less straight away. Then he went down twice without getting hit. And I was wondering what was going on there because I'm sitting outside watching it. Couldn't make it out. Come out the second round, you could see he was struggling with his foot, trying to put his foot down. And uh, eventually, like, he did what he had to do. And once, as you know, once he gets catches you and he's... You're in, you are in trouble with him. He's a great finisher and he, he he got through it. And I was pleased that he showed, you know, quite a bit of heart to get through and do what he did. Um, yeah, he's had a little up on his on his leg, but he's okay to fight now and he'll be out, he'll be out uh, next year as well. And he's the mandatory, as you know, to Usyk. So God forbid anything goes wrong with uh, that fight, then Usyk will have to fight um, Daniel. So... You know, he's, he's all right, and he's, he'll, be, he'll be out in the new year, and I'm looking forward to seeing him out in the new year, as I am with Joe Joyce. OK, I was going to ask about that injury. There were reports uh, servicing that it could be a six-month break for Daniel, so it's no. not that severe? No, no. OK, no. that's good that's to not hear. not what I'm told, yeah. OK. Yeah, the uh, WBA ordered him and Alexander Usyk. Now, watching that Kevin Lorena fight, as you said, you rate Kevin Lorena as a, as a quality fighter, but when you look at the the top bracket of the division, your Tysons, your Usyk's, your Joe Joyce's, did that performance worry you slightly about Daniel or no. not? I can look at all those. The ones you're all mentioning, I think, other than Joe, I think they've all been on the floor and got up. Uh, Usyk, I don't think, has been on the, in a professional Actually, ring. Yeah, well, maybe no. yeah, right, sorry, well, that's it. But most of them have been on the floor. Wilder's Wild been on the floor, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... That happens. It's if the fight, you know, if they can get up, that's the, the sign of it. He got up and he'd done what he had to do. And for me, I just think that, and he's, and he's, he's still, he's a youngster, but he's he's learning his trade. And I, and I think, I genuinely do think he's going to go on and do some really good things in boxing. It's going to be quite interesting with all these guys because they're all going to want up fight each other. So there's some great fights to be made, some really great fights to be made. Frank, once hopefully that undisputed fight is done with, is your opinion it goes WBA, IBF, WBO? Is that how you see it? That's not my opinion. That's how it is. That's how it is. That was what the agreement was, which they used, uh, the four governing bodies had used that with Joshua. And the next one up is the WBA. Okay, That's that why the was... WBA called for it. That is Daniel Dubois. Uh, that leads me nicely onto the WBO, which is Joe Joyce. He had a a spectacular uh, year, really. Um, exciting oh, fight with Christian Hammer. Um, yeah. Probably didn't expect it to be exciting as it was, but that is Joe Joyce for you. And then he went on and had a great fight on pay-per-view with Joseph Parker and a stunning knockout to, to finish that fight, Frank. Oh, it was. I mean, I thought it was a great fight. It was a great performance. Joe Parker come to fight. No one's put him on the floor. And there he was. He went, you know, he, he'd done it. He'd done the job. But he, he showed what he's like. It's funny, isn't it? He seems to be like a... You look at his age and you don't think he's that old because he just seems to be maturing and getting better and better every time he's out. And he's been doing that and he's going to be a handful for anyone. Well, he is a handful for anyone. 
And there's some good fights to be made. I mean, Tyson's indicated that he'll fight in next year. So that'd be a great fight if we can get it on. Um, and there's obviously the rematch with Daniel Dubois down the road. There's loads of loads of really good fights to be made for these guys. Do you really think, sorry, do you think potentially, Frank, that Joe Joyce is the toughest fight for Tyson Fury? Yeah, I do. I think he. I think. <laughs> I think he is a. T- I think he's the toughest guy. Yeah. The Tyson, it's how he deals it. Look, Joe, you know himself. He can take a shot. He is, well, he's, he's probably got the most apps nickname in, in boxing, the juggernaut. That's what he is. He just keeps coming forward. He's strong, takes a shot, and he, and he, and he, and he's there. He's got a good, he's got a great engine. I think him and Tyson would be a brilliant fight to watch. I mean, you know, that, that I think would be a, a, an, a, it'd be a, for me, would be a much better fight than, say, uh, uh, watching Dillian White. It'd be a much different proposition. Do you feel like the public are taking a real liking to Joe now as well? Yeah, it's taken it's taken a couple of fights to get it there, but you know, they have now and they they've taken to him, they've seen what he's all about. And I've got to tell you, he's a really lovely guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's such a nice person. You speak to him, you'd never think he's a you know, a boxer, really. I mean, he's such a lovely, he's a really nice guy, and I'm glad, you know, it's a pleasure to be promoting him. And he's been well guided as well by Adam Morley. They've done a good job. Well, he's on the Champions League adverts now, Big Joe. Oh no! Well, that's what it's all about. That's about getting getting recognition and putting him out there, and that's what they, that's what BT have done. Just lastly, he did an interview with Sky Sports, actually, Joe Joyce. He uh, he called out Anthony Joshua. He said that he'd welcome that fight. What do you think about that? I'd love to do that. Oh shit! What's that? What's that? Sorry, mate. Right. It, went, it just went dead. I'd love, I'd love to see him in with Jet with uh, with AJ, uh, or a- a- any time they want to make that fight, we're here to do it. Anytime. Okay. okay. Just lastly on the heavyweight. No shine away from that. that there's no. Sh- so, sorry, mate. There's no shine away from that <laughs> fight whatsoever. Okay. Okay. Lastly on the heavyweight division, David Adelaide. Um, how do you see his 2023 going, Frank? For him. Yeah, I, I think he's done well. I mean, he, he, he had an injury this year, but I think he's done well, and I want to keep him busy next year and step him up. And uh, that's what we'll do. We will step him up next year, and he's going to be, you know, he should be fighting for the British title next year. There's no doubt about that. He should be doing that sort of by by summer, I hope. Okay, let's move down a couple of divisions. Anthony Yard, uh, who had a great ending to 2021, a uh, stoppage win over Lyndon Arthur, had a quiet 2022, Frank. Obviously, had a run out in Telford uh, a couple of months ago, but was the main thing to just get that fight with Better Behave over the line, which you have done January 28th? Yeah, I mean, it was unfortunate, unfortunate that uh, uh, Berbatev was, uh, had a couple of injuries. Otherwise, we'd have had it on earlier in the UK, but we, I didn't, we didn't want to lose that position. And it comes to the end that we did need to get him a run out to get some, get, you know, get some rust out of this system. So that's what we've done. And uh, it set the fight up. But, uh, you know, Anthony Yard is, 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 a, is a quality fighter. He's a tough guy. He's strong. He can punch. He's a better boxer than people give him credit for. And he's learning all the time. You know, he had a very um, brief am- amateur career. 
Um, he's in with a real, real good quality fighter, but I honestly believe he'll bring out the best of, of, of Anthony. Mm. What does it say about the fact that this is in the UK on your show? Normally, the champion, uh, their promoter will have the show. We'd, we'd have thought normally this would be in the US on a top-ranked show, but you're really backing them. Obviously, you've invested in this fight, so you must fancy his chances, Frank. I do fancy him. I fancy him you know, all the way through. I fancy him as... as, as uh... As, as as someone who's going somewhere, and he and I think he will do. I think you know he sh- when he's on when he's on song, it, it, you know he's he's a phenomenal puncher, and if he catches you, you're in trouble. And he's a good finisher, and he's and and he's a much better boxer. He's got a good jab, much better boxer than than people think he's. So as I say, I'm looking forward to this fight, and I'll tell you something: if he catches him, he'll knock him out. We could you know really. We could have done with the revenue from pay per view to make it make it happen, but we, you know, we made it or BT and us made a conscious decision that we wouldn't do that for this fight. Tommy Fury um, obviously had a run out uh, in Dubai uh, a, f- a couple of months back. I didn't hear that, mate. You broke up. Sorry, can you hear me now, Frank? I can yeah. hear you now, but sure, mate. Let's start again. No, yeah, I was just I saying. What's going Tom, on? I've got just saying. Tommy had a, a run out in Dubai. Tommy Fury a couple of months ago, massive confrontation with Jake Paul. We're going to get this in twenty twenty three. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, you know, both sides are really eager to make it happen, and I, I don't think we're far off getting it on. I think we're quite close to making it happen. Okay, if it doesn't happen for some reason, what are the plans with Tommy? Then he'll have to just fight, and you know he'll he'll he'll, he'll, he'll just have to, you know, um, work his way up the ratings and fight fight on a regular basis. Okay. But this is a this is a sort of life changing money fight for him, and uh, obviously he wants it, and it's been spoken about now. It was on, and he couldn't obviously he couldn't get into the states. That was a problem, but it's on and. It's off, it's on, but it, we'll get it on. We're all determined to make it happen. All sides, are, again, are all really good on getting this over the line. We will get it over the line. Okay, positive um, message there. Frank, this, this Zoom is about to go in one minute and 50 seconds, so I'm going to send you a new link on WhatsApp. Just end this one. It's all right? All right. Okay, let's go. Just picking this back up. I've only got the basic version of Zoom. You've got an upgrade for it to run after 40 minutes. I don't know what it is, mate. What do I know? <laughs> Go okay. Um, moving down another division, super middleweights, uh, Zach Parker, who was having a, a really uh, stressful time with the Demetrius Andre uh, fight being on, then off, then on. Uh, eventually got that that fight uh, with John Ryder. Uh, a disappointing night, the O2, from your perspective and Zach's perspective, Frank. Yeah, I mean the, the two fights put the two times uh, Andrade put up was a pain in the ass, and uh, obviously with John, it was a good fighter. John done what he had to do on the night, and and uh, and that was really that was you know and that was good what he did. But unfortunately for Zach, he busted his hand. I think you've seen and he's posted all the the you know the breaks he had in his his hand. So uh, it wasn't a good night for him, but it was good for John, and I'm glad that I hope John can you know, do well and make some money now out of the position he's in. And hopefully we can make a rematch when Zach's hand repairs. Okay. When it's better. 
if that doesn't happen, because I think John Ryder, of course, is looking at potentially fighting Canelo or, or getting a, a bigger fight, how do you bring Zach back at what level? Oh, he's got to come back at a top level. He's, you know, he'll fight top 10 guy, 100%. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Hamza Shiraz, uh, incredible year for him, actually. See, uh, I think it was, yeah, end of 2021, where he had that fight with Bradley Skeet, where he got a lot of uh, heat and criticism. Um, and then he, he's bounced back with uh, some really good stoppage wins at middleweight. He's even won um, fighter of the year, a young fighter of the year, which the likes of Ricky Hatton and Amir Khan and, and Naz won. Um, how impressed have you been with uh, Hamza's bounce back, if you like, from the skate fight? Well, you know, I don't think he's bounced back. I mean, my, my view of that fight was a lot different than, than other people. You know, it was what it was. Um, he's, I really do like him. He's a consummate, consummate, true consummate professional. I mean, everything, everything him and his team do is top class. You know, he's, he's training, his preparation for fights, and you can see that when he comes into the ring. And I think he's also a great advert for boxing. I mean, he's a lovely guy, clean cut, got great image, and he's intelligent, and it's a pleasure promoting him. And the most important thing is that he can fight. He's an exciting fighter. Yeah, definitely. And uh, stole the show, actually, uh, at the O2 the other night against River Wilson, Ben. He did, yeah. I I did ask you about this at Tottenham briefly uh, when we spoke after the Fury-Chizora fight. There has been this situation with Amir Khan. Uh, Hamza did an interview with me a couple of weeks ago where he said, if he keeps carrying on talking, essentially, he wants to get in the ring with Amir Khan. Is that, I mean, are we in a dreamland here? Could that happen? Listen, if... if, if, uh... I mean, I think Amir, Amir should stay retired, but if he wants to come back and he wants to fight and he can do the weight, then make the fight. That's a no-brainer. How That's is a no-brainer. That, how has that been for you? Because I know you guys get on really well with Amir and, and this has been a bit of a random situation with Hamza. Well, as I just said, I think he should remain retired, but if, if that's what it is, that's what it is. And uh, and what, I, don't know, I don't know what the beef is between... Uh, between them, and I don't know why, and I don't know why Amir's been criticising him like he has. I don't know what that's all about. But as I say, I can only speak as I find, and, and he's a fantastic guy. You know, re- I really do enjoy working with Hamza. He's a he's a really good good guy to work with. But if he, if they want to make the fight, if they want to fight each other, they want to do it. Then let's get it on. Okay. Well, if that doesn't happen, uh, a fight that we'd all like to see, I think, is uh, Hamza Shiraz v Denzel Bentley. Let's talk about Denzel Bentley. Uh, stellar performance uh, in Las Vegas uh, in a world title shot against Janubek, where everyone wrote him off from the start, Frank Denzel. Well, they did. And they all said about me. I, I told you to give him a hard fight. I didn't fancy, you know, I didn't think that was, a, they, was they were just writing him off. And when we made the fight, I think you and I had done an interview. I said, this fella, he, he will give him a problem. And and I think he may have won that fight had he not left it for four, let, let the first four rounds drift away from him, and maybe shown a bit too re- much respect in those early rounds. But then when he got, you know, that fifth round was quite an important round for him, and he got right back into the fight, and he showed that what his class is, and he's and he's up there, he, he's up there with those guys. I mean, there's you know, as I say, if he started, if he got got, if he started getting off earlier then maybe he would have won the fight. But he certainly put the, give the fella enough to give him a few problems. And as for, you know, Denzel and Hamza getting on, what a great fight that would be. That's a fantastic fight for 2023 down the road. 
definitely is. Talking about world title shots, uh, your man David Avenetian, um, December 10th, had a go at Terence Crawford, was giving him a, a decent fight, but Terence landed a, a peach of a punch and showed potentially why he's pound for pound number one. There has been a report filed uh, from David's team to overturn the decision due to some issue with Terence's gloves. Can you tell us anything about that, please, Frank? Well, I think Zebel asked that there was a problem with the gloves, with the stuffing in the gloves and so forth, which they've acknowledged. And uh, that, I think that's being dealt with at the moment uh, through um, uh, David's team and also with their lawyers. So I think that's that's being dealt with as it is now. Uh, but definitely 100% the gloves weren't right. Okay, okay. Hopefully we get a follow-up on, on that. Now, put... Potentially, apart from Tyson and maybe Joe Joyce, this guy's had the best year in your stable, uh, Mr. Nick Ball. What an amazing 2022 for him. <laughs> he's been unbelievable, isn't he? I mean, he's he, a wrecking ball. I mean, he's had a really good, he's, he's, had, a, he's had a fantastic, um, fantastic year. And he's come through and he's put himself into a great position for 2023 when we can step him up and put him in some really big fights. Yeah, is it is it now potentially fighting at that world level for Nick Ball next year? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's capable. He's very capable, very exciting and very capable. Well, someone else who fights like a, a wrecking machine uh, is Sam Noakes. He's just been blasting people out for fun. <laughs> Sam's lovely. Okay, you know, he's had all lovely. He's a he is a lovely guy. And I mean, what he's done, he's uh, you know, we're all proud of him, and I'm sure he's proud of what he's done. I mean, he's in when he's in the ring, he's all action, a bit like Nick, all action. At the end of the day, does the job, and he's he stops everybody. Uh, Good fighter, absolutely. His gym mate Dennis McCann, obviously bagging the the Commonwealth title at the yeah. O2 a few weeks back. He he set up for a big 2023, you believe? I think so. I mean, he's matured a lot. You know, he's married now and he's matured from being, you know, I sort of looked at him when he turned pro that sort of like young, real young kid, but he's a man. He's got, you know, he's got a family now and he's married and he looks like he's matured. You look at him, he's shape, he's got, he's, you know, he's, he's put a bit on there and I think, I think he's going to be a handful for anyone and he sh again should have a big year next year. Same with Liam Davis, a big 2023, great 2023. Yeah, yeah. That's a good fight to be made down the road between those two. Now a good fight to be made. Do you think that's got to simmer a little bit more between them two? Yeah, I think it'd be good if we get, you know, get a couple of fights each. I think that it really, you know, we, what you got to do with a fight like that, you want to be filling a, a real decent-sized stadium up. And I think, you know, let, give them a, they get a bit more recognition. It's seen a bit more, I think, than it will do that. But it's a great fight a great fight and uh just as we come near to the end of this frank i haven't spoke to you about this situation um this is away from your your business if you like but i would like to get your take and thoughts on it um lawrence acoli's uh public split if you like uh with matrim he's going to have his next fight on on a boxer and sky sports show what what have you made of that have you seen much of it with lawrence I've only seen what's been in the, uh, you know, on the, on, in the papers and online. He's obviously uh, made his, you know, he wanted to get away and he's got away. And that's what he's done, isn't he? He's with, he's now gone with, uh, gone with Sky. Mm. And there's obviously a reason for that. But I mean, I don't know why they, why that's happened, but he's, he's obviously got his reasons. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> 
as I say, the world keeps turning and turning. These things happen. You know, one minute they're one minute there's fighters where you're next minute they're not. That's how it is. Nothing changes. Been, it's been like that from the day I got involved in the sport, and it was like that probably a long time before I even was even thinking about getting in the sport. That's how it is. So your best fight of the year, please. My best fight of the year, Joe Joyce and Joe Parker. Take two. That's the best. That for me, the, uh, yeah, I've got to say, that's the best fight. It's an exciting fight, and uh, it was a coming of age fight for for uh, Joe Joyce. I think this one will be a pretty straightforward one. Favorite knockout of the year? <laughs> it's got to be my man, isn't it? You know, that, that, that uppercut was unbelievable. It's a lovely uppercut that the uh, that, that um, Tyson threw against um, Billion. That was a sweet punch favorite uh, event of the year i'm guessing it might be the same <laughs> that is yeah it's gotta be because you can only be what it was you know there was to say it was a record-breaking crowd it was exciting and uh and you know everything about it was was great i mean tyson was at his best and it was just a it's a fabulous night really enjoyed it lowest moment of the year did you have one yeah i've had a couple um zach busting up his hand um Denzel, I think Denzel could have, you know, as I said earlier on, if, if he just stepped up a bit earlier, I could, I, think, I really do feel, feel that he may have, you know, he may have uh, upset the odds there. Um, yeah, there's been a few of them, you know, a couple of them where a couple of bad guys have got beat. That's always upsetting, but we're with them and we bring them back. Hmm. Who's your most improved fighter, do you think, in your stable? Oh, blimey. <laughs> Well, look, you only got to look at our you look at our roster of fighters. You look at you know Hamza, Dennis, look Sam, Nick Ball. You could you could give that award to them, and there's others there who've really improved and really done the business. I mean, we're we're, we're blessed with a with, with with some really talented fighters, and it's very difficult to pick out who's the best out of all of them because they are so good, and that's not a cop out. They just are good fighters. Three uh, fights that you want to see in 2023, please. Three fights I want to see. Yeah. Uh, I want to see, obviously, I want to, we want to, I want to get the fight on with Tyson and uh, Usyk. That's one I want to see. I'd love to see, I'd love to see Joe Joyce in with uh, AJ. I think that would be a good fight to, that I'd like to see. And third fight, third fight. What I like to see, third fight. Also, you know, I'd, 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 maybe the rematch with Joe and uh, and uh, Daniel, or one of them fighting Tyson. Okay, okay. All they're heavyweight all scraps. They're all good. Yeah, they're all good fights. Yeah. And and just overall, how do you think twenty twenty three will shape up for yourselves and BT? How do you see it going? Well, I think we're in good shape. I mean, you know, you, you just think we when we went with BT, was it like five, five years ago? They, I mean, they weren't involved in boxing. And we built, we, you know, we worked very hard and we built, uh, built a, a really good group of fighters. We got, got fighters and worked them into really good positions. I mean, the heavyweight division is is BTs and Queensbridge. I mean, you know, with anything that's, anyone does anybody in the heavyweight division is with us. Um, it, 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 I just think next year is going to get better and better. And what's going to make it easier is a lot of these fights we can make. We're not having to deal with so much as I use this in use it the other side. 
we can deal with them internally so it make it easier for us to make some of these fights happen which i'm looking forward to because they'll be big fights great fights for the fans and 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 for the fighters they'll they'll earn some really good money frank have you got a final uh new year message for all the ifl viewers uh, who've been watching throughout this year you're going to give us this treat with fury and Usyk? I hope we are, but I'd like to wish all your all your viewers a very happy, healthy, and successful New Year. And hopefully, we do deliver what you all want to see. I mean, we work hard at doing it, and I can assure you, we will deliver some of these fights. They will happen. Good to hear. Well, listen, Frank Warren, thank you very much for talking to myself and IFL TV. Probably for what the. 300th time this year so i really do appreciate all the time you have given uh i must do your head in sometime but um but yeah appreciate that have a have a happy new year and uh yeah i'm sure we'll get a catch up soon in the new year as well we will do young man i look forward to that happy new year to you thank you frank take care see you mate all the best sports social podcast network